0: Hi everyone, JJ here with The Art of Value. Welcome. Well, today we're going to look at the most popular stocks, the top stocks that super investors were buying in Q3 2023 last quarter and a closer look at some of them. So let's get straight into it. So on the site Data Roma, we have super investor portfolio stats, the top 10 buys last quarter for these super investors. So we can see that the top stocks are meta platforms so we can see 11 buyers in the quarter then alphabet then amazon we've got the big mega cap stocks the us mega cap stocks being picked up by these big portfolio managers but it means if they bought them over the last quarter they have thought that they were cheap enough to buy most of these are value investors we can see that it's walt disney co microsoft corp united health group so these are pretty popular big stocks but Thermo Fisher Scientific. Be interesting to have a quick look at that. So seven buys in the quarter. Dollar General, it's had a big drop. We'll have a quick look at that. Apple, of course. Apple is one of the big ones. It's now over 50% of Berkshire's stock portfolio, which is pretty incredible. They haven't sold it down. And Alphabet, again, that's the other class of stock. We have Charter Communications. We have Bank of America, CVS Health Corp. Zimmer Biomet Holdings. I don't know what that is. Truist Financial Corp. Medtronic PLC. So these are some interesting ones that are a bit off the beaten track. Goldman Sachs Group. So five investors have bought these in the quarter. JP Morgan Chase. Home Depot Booking Holdings. So a lot of interest in booking holdings. Four fund managers have bought booking holdings in that quarter. Elevance Health for Markel Group. Interesting, I'm going to look at that too. Four investors have bought Markel, I know that Berkshire sold down Markel this quarter, which was a surprise to me. And we'll see what the activity is. General Electric, one that you don't really hear much about these days after the after its huge decline, but some value being seen there by at least four. So we're down to four buys in the quarter. United Parcel Service MasterCard. I've made a video with Chuck Acra Acro Capital Management who's been a big buyer over the years of MasterCard, talked about how much of a moat that has that company. People still buying that. Liberty Media Corp, Kenview Inc. I don't know what that is for buying that. See, it's interesting to go down past that top 10. I'm not saying that we should copy. People shouldn't copy these investors. But what's interesting, and in Monash Pep, I said this in his latest video too, about cloning, how most people don't clone because it's seen as bad to copy, but the idea is to see what some of these top investors are buying, to fish where the fish are, as Charlie Munger has said. So this is fishing where the fish are and go in and see and reverse engineer. Perhaps if there's a stock that you don't know about, just take a look at what they're buying. So it's really, you know, the cream of the crop, really, and seeing what they're buying and reverse engineering. No point just buying it if you don't understand it. It's got to be in the circle of competence, or, you know, develop a circle, circle of confidence. Com- and confidence while you're, you know, looking into the industry, the sector, the companies, the competition. There are tens of thousands of public company stocks around the world. How do we narrow that down to the best, the only 10% or less of quality companies? So how to find those? This is a good way of finding out what those are. And people dismiss that. The amount of intelligence, education that's gone into picking these stocks is a great deal compared to most retail investors, for instance. Okay, let's continue. Now, if you're getting value out of this episode so far and you're watching on YouTube or on X or on Rumble, please don't forget to hit that like button to help the algorithms to spread it to more people, thanks. Progressive Corp, Taiwan Semiconductor. Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway, famously bought Taiwan Semiconductor and then sold out, which is a quick turnaround. Buffett changing his mind because of the geopolitical tensions, basically. He was talking about the location. He says it's one of the best companies in the world but other investors still think that risk is okay. Uber has been a buy in this last quarter for for at least four investors. Union Pacific, Charles Schwab, Visa, just like Mastercard, those two together, and they own both of those companies in Acro Capital Management. RTX Corp, I don't know what that is. Martian McLennan, most of these are well-known names, of course, they've already won, as Terry Smith would say, he invests in companies that have already won, and if they're already won, they're usually quite big. They're quite well known but he looks into those still and if they've got a high return on capital employed that's when he gets interested and we get to Alibaba Group Holdings now I just made a video of key points that I see in that in Alibaba's earnings and we have three investors picking that up in the quarter which isn't a great deal some sold of course so there's mixed thoughts on Alibaba and the Chinese situation go and look at that video a recap of earnings and my thoughts on it i think i've probably said enough about alibaba in the last few days since earnings pindoldo i've talked about pindoldo too i don't like pindoldo i looked at the short report i just don't believe the numbers the mark. everything just seems too good to be true but some investors here don't think so h e r c holdings block oh block is interesting down there that three super investors have bought block this quarter further down to the list where only three of them are bought i'm not going to read all of these out if anything catches my eye at this point that'd be interesting to look at for myself this is something that i do in my investing look at these so i thought i'd share it with you russell 1000 growth etf now that's interesting jd.com right down the bottom two investors i bought jd c limited let's go up to the top of the list now and just investigate further who has actually been buying these if you'd like to support the art of value you can now go here to buy me a coffee for a small one-off donation And super thanks is also now activated on YouTube. I really appreciate that kind of support. Thanks. Let's just look at the number one stock, Meta. And Alphabet's probably more because there's two classes of stock there. So really the most popular one for that last quarter is Google, Alphabet. 25 of these investors own Meta. And no doubt, many of them bought them on the big dip that happened and now it's gone up again, but people still buying. So I'm interested to see the activity and we can see that the top activity. David Tepper from Appaloosa Management still buying added 29%. It's not a new buy. There are some new buys in there. Bella Melinda Gates Foundation, Daniel Loeb, and Steven Mandel all bought meta. Thomas Gaynor from Markel added 2.4% but who reduced? Rob Vanel reduced a little bit. Pat Dorsey cut 25%. Yeah, let's look at Alphabet. Ownership count 33. 33 of these investors own Google or Alphabet. I still call it Google. So Lee Lu, according to this, the top owner, 18.29%. This is only his US fund. We can look at Ticket Terminal. So Data Roma is only the US portfolios, but here we can see more. One of the best features, I think, of Ticket Terminal is the track and investor Guru, So we can see international portfolios. I'll put a link to Ticket Terminal in the description here. You can use a referral link if you want to. If I look up Lee Lu's, which is Himalaya capital, we can see his greater portfolio. So we can see that the actual top holding of his is Postal Savings Bank of China, which we would never know if we didn't look at this. Bank of America number two, but Postal Savings Bank of China is 30% of his portfolio, which is pretty incredible. Alphabet, So he owned the two classes, But 15.3% for one and 12.74% of the other. He may own stocks that aren't in here as well that ticker doesn't know about. He's talked about owning BYD. Buffett Berkshire's been selling it down, so it wouldn't surprise me if lelou has been selling it down as well. Actually, because Lelou knows Charlie Munger invests Charlie Munger's personal money. Lelou's is the only investor that really Charlie Munger trusts to invest for him. Let's take a terminal. It's really interesting to see these international holdings. We can see Monarch Paper's holdings in there as well. We'll look at GOOGL. We can see that Bill Ackman added. Nearly 100%, nearly doubled his position. Two million shares, which is a change in the portfolio of 2.71%. But he's the top buyer in that last quarter. And Chase Coleman, Tiger Global Management, added quite a lot there. Josh Tarasoff, he's got an interesting portfolio from Greenlee Lane Capital, added 17%. David Katz, Francis Racon, <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that, but I'm assuming it's French. Thomas Russo added a little bit. He's also a very good investor. Tom Gaynor from Markel. And I imagine it's much the same for the other stock because people tend to buy some of each. Pat Dorsey, John Armitage, David Tepper again. So some of the similar names. Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation bought some there. New buy. Let's look at something that's not known so much. Thermo Fisher Scientific. Seven investors have... Invested in Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's go into that and have a look. 10 investors Chris Holm, who is a well respected investor, too. 5.86% of the portfolio. Walter Wallace, I was going to say Walter White. (laughs) Wallace White's. From the White's Value Fund, 4.71% have added. Thomas Gaynor added 65% in the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So TMO. Let's look that up. Thermo Fisher Scientific. Probably way out of my circle of competence. So that's why I probably don't know much about it. And market cap of... Is that 180? Whoa... big enterprise value of 209 thermo fisher scientific provides life science solutions analytical instruments specialty diagnostics and laboratory products and biopharma services in the united states and internationally so definitely in the healthcare bio or pharma sector there that is out of my circle of confidence competence and confidence the two go hand in hand and it's a big company too as i said i'm more interested in smaller caps we look at the share price it has been going down recently so far the bottom was in at the end of october so still it's been going down since they bought it because remember this is in the last quarter this is part of the opportunity with these investors if you dig into a company and you reverse engineer and decide that it's for you that it's a good company and it's gone down it's actually cheaper than some of these investors got it then that is an even better opportunity than they got it if if it works out that is. No guarantees that it's going to work out not investment advice at all. And also insider buying at the time too. That's interesting to see if there's insider buying and these super investor buying at the same time, that becomes very interesting because the, there's only one reason that insiders buy. They can get stock options, of course, but if they're buying on the open market at a time when the stock price goes down, you know that they have some real confidence in the company. So there are many reasons that people sell stocks and really only one reason that they buy that they think the share price is gonna go up in the future. No guarantee of when, but they think if they're long-term investors, they think that it's gonna go up in the long-term. Dollar General, interesting, let's have a look. There's been talk about this. Let's see who's been picking that up. Chris Bloomstrand has been buying that. He knows a lot about Berkshire Hathaway, he's been investing for years and has analyzed it Really huge amount. He knows a lot about Berkshire and Warren Buffett. Chris Bloomstrain has been buying Dollar General, 175%, 10.19% of his US portfolio. Pat Dorsey has bought Dollar General as well. Seth Klarman, well-known value investor, wrote the book, Margin of Safety. So Seth Klarman's increased 283%, 1.91% of the portfolio. We can see here the share price has gone down over the last year. Look at that. And we look at the five years, it has gone down quite a lot recently. So... A value play thomas gainer also picking it up let's have a look at some of the metrics for dollar general here we are on guru focus i'll also put a link in a referral link in the description i use guru focus all the time it's got so many metrics goes back a long way it's a little bit more pricey than Ticker terminal but has more metrics and it's value focused really useful site i found it over the years so it's got a market cap of 26 billion and an enterprise value of 44 billion so it's Again, a big company, pretty mature. And we can see 435% all time. So going back to 2001, below the high 53.24% it is. Below the peak, these investors think that it's a value play for sure at this point. And we can see that Guru Focus says that it has a value of $274 and it's now $121. So substantial upside there for that if that is to be believed but you do have to do your own work you cannot rely on a site like this they have certain metrics that they use in certain ways of valuing or they have different ways of valuing this see the gf value is 274 earnings power value 69 peter lynch value 157 so there are different ways of valuing these dcf they've got here of tw- 227 but i do not rely on a dcf and we look at some of the metrics here just superficially as i said don't take this as gospel gross margin 31 like ticket terminal as a description they have a pretty good description discount retailer provides various merchandise products in the southern southwestern midwestern and eastern united states it offers consumable products discount retailer so part of the thesis of, of this i would say if the u.s is heading into recession if it is a recession this would be reasonably recession resistant price is 121 if we go back 121 was seen there in 2019 november 2019 so being wound back quite a lot there so some of these investors seeing this as a good opportunity we can see the return on capital employers 13.55 which is not bad debt to equity 2.86 well that's pretty high growth rates per share of revenue 10 year 13.2 so that's substantial Five years 14.7, one year 14.1, so pretty consistent over time. I can probably see how these investors might be interested in this. So, going back to January 2008, actually, this is a good time because there was a deep recession. So, we, if we go back you know, 2008, pretty consistent through one of the deepest recessions in living memory. It did not dip there because it's a discount retailer. So that would be of interest, I think. That's why it's good to look back this far. And so it's gone from nine and a half to 38 between 2008 and 2023. Return on equity, rising return on equity, return on assets, I think good numbers are pretty good. It helps when the share price has gone down this much because you get that extra boost. If it does happen to go back up, even to where it was before, you get that boost. But after that, if it's a long-term hold, can they reinvest at a good rate? I want to have a look at Markel, who's been buying Markel. Markel is run by Thomas Gaynor. He's the CEO and he's also in charge of investments there, overseas investments there. It's not known as a baby Berkshire. And we can see the activity Who owns Markel is Josh Tarasso, Francois Rochon, Christopher Davis, Thomas Russo, Warren Buffett and Poland Capital Management. So it was of great interest to me that Warren Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway bought shares in Markel for the first time. Sort of went under the radar a couple of quarters ago, but they've reduced 66%. So let's see the activity in the quarter for Markel. We have six ownership, six count, ownership rank 72. And we see the activity for Markel the baby Berkshire, mid cap, sort of getting getting larger, but you'd think a lot of compounding to go compared to Berkshire, and with Tom Gaynor there at the helm. Just in this quarter, Josh Tarasov, Poland Capital Management, who's, who is known more in for growth, I believe. If they're in the value realm, it's in the growthy side of it. And who reduced? Warren Buffett reduced 66%. I'd want to know the reason why and what they're going to do in the next quarter. You see they haven't held it for very long They added, they added in q1 added two percent in q2 2022 so they bought in q1 2022 only in q1 2022 and they've sold down 66 percent in q3 2023 so that's a relatively short term space of time that buffett or berkshire i don't know if buffett was responsible for it it's a pretty small holding for berkshire in terms of things big holding for some other funds but small holding for Berkshire. It's way down their list of stocks. Berkshire needs to find big companies, but Berkshire has been a net seller. So that's some of an overview of what has been bought in the last quarter, just that last quarter, some of the most popular picks from the last quarter. If you look at the metrics, you can kind of start to get an understanding of what they're buying and why they might be buying it. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to put a link here to what YouTube thinks that you should watch next. So go and see that now. And everyone, thanks for watching or listening, and I'll see you in the next one.